right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. I'm your host, Melissa Kretschler. I'm an identity coach, spiritual teacher, business mentor, and creator and founder of Just Alive TV and the Women Supporting Women Can Network. So today, and I forgot to mute my phone, so I apologize. It's my turn to do it today. Um, today we're going to be talking about uh, living authentically or authentic living, authentically living. And I can't even say the title today because it's Monday morning or it's Monday afternoon. Um, it's a holiday in the U.S. Canada, we don't, we had our holiday last week, so uh, we're good. But the holiday in the U.S., if you're watching live or catching the replay, please like and follow the show. Uh, join us on our newsletter at Just Alive TV. If you would like to be a guest speaker or be a part of the show in any capacity, please can reach us at justalivetv.com. Um, today's sponsor is My Biz Fits Me Business Mentoring. And it's a business all about, you know, helping you make your business fit you because one size doesn't fit all, especially in business. We're going to be talking about that today in Authentically Living because we need to show up authentically in our business. Uh, but they're they are offering you the 911 business mentoring session. So it is a one hour session, it's $97. It's gonna help you find out what's really going on in your business if you were feeling stuck and unaligned. Because again, we wanna be authentically living, not just in life, but also in our business. So I'm gonna hand it over to our co-speaker today, who is none other than Rachel Lee. Rachel, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone, and thank you, Melissa, for having me. Um, what to say about myself? I feel like whenever we get to that part where we talk about ourselves, we're so close to ourselves that sometimes you get tripped up about like, oh, what do people want to hear about me? Um, but I'll give you the spiel anyway. <laughs> so hi, my name is Rachel, um, and I'm a brand coach. And a lot of people, they raise their eyebrows and they get confused whenever I say, exactly that. They're like, what the heck is a brand coach? And the best way that I like to describe it is that it's the in-between between having somebody who understands your business and somebody who understands what your customers are looking for. And I work together with my clients to figure out what um, what's the best way for them to show up online in a way that looks and feels good for them. And I say, feeling good is the hardest thing. It's totally easy to look good online, but how do you feel about it? that's usually where most of my clients get tripped up. So I'm excited for us to be jamming out about this topic of authenticity today, because I feel like in this online space, that is something that is much needed. So thank you for having me, Melissa. You're very welcome. We do need that in this online space. I look at, I'm just going to jump right in. I look at yeah. online creators. Uh, there's a bunch on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and all of their content is geared towards, you know, their, their audience, right? How much time does it take to prep that content, to do that content? And, uh, you know, I run six, I own and run six businesses and, you know, even the talk show, the talk show was a lot of work. There was a lot of information that had to go in there, but I also had to make it, okay, what, are, what are the, what does the audience want to see in here? but also what do I feel comfortable doing? And I had to, I created the show because I wanted something where I could show up authentically myself consistently that felt good, that felt comfortable. And for somebody like me who had massive stage fright could not record a video without doing multiple takes. Um, and I just, I wouldn't post, I wouldn't, and, and going into business, I wouldn't post, I wouldn't comment. I wouldn't engage, I wouldn't do anything. And my businesses became stale and stagnant because I wasn't doing the things that were doing it the way that worked for me. I was trying to fit everybody else's model, which is why I created My Biz Fits Me because it really does come down to authenticity. So what do you think, not just for, for business owners, but just individuals in general, what do you think the number one leading causes for living off, you know, living inauthentically? I feel like it really goes down to the fact that there's a lot of noise online. The moment that the internet turned on, 
not only were we able to access so much information, there's so much more noise that ended up coming in. I honestly believe that before the age of the internet, it was a lot easier to live authentically because there's much less input. And I feel like the issue here isn't the fact that there's input. I believe that it's it's amazing that we have the internet. The fact that we have it, it allows us to be having this conversation right now, and it exposes us to so many different ideas. Now, I feel like the issue comes when people don't have that ability to discern for themselves what is or isn't them, that's when it gets dangerous because I do have a lot of, and I've been susceptible of this myself where I approach everything like a sponge. I'm like, I will take everything that comes my way. And I didn't practice that discernment even in the early stages of me building my business. For example, I listened to anyone underneath the sun. And as we know, sometimes not all advice is the right fit for you. Just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean that it's good for you. And that doesn't mean that it's in alignment for you. And I think it's so important for us to understand fundamentally, who am I? You know, what are my values? What do I believe in? What does or doesn't feel good for me? Um, and be able to almost like have a filter so that when you do receive information, do be open about it, but also understand if something doesn't feel right, then maybe don't jump into it right away. Maybe do a little bit more research, right? Like do be open and do your research and try to understand. But I don't believe that um, we should be absorbing everything that comes our way because there's a lot of noise. And that's that's why the marketing companies make so much money. <laughs> they, they're really good at their jobs. Um, but when it comes to us as consumers, you know, like we need to understand, well, what's a good fit, you know? And if not, then... We, we define that ourselves. No, absolutely. And I completely agree. There is, uh, I watched a, I watched a TikToker or she's actually across multiple social media platforms and she's a content creator. She's a comedian. She's a public, you know, public figure. And she did a video one day on TikTok and it was, are all of you just okay? Cause I'm not okay. Um, she says, I'm doing all the things I'm, you know, drinking ginger or, you know, she had this whole list of things that she, you know, was doing. She's like, it's not working though. And I think everything, when we're talking about health, uh, health and wellness, fitness, um, identity, mindset, spirituality, we get caught up. I've, and again, I've worked with multiple business coaches and while they all have been amazing and great, each one of my mentors or my coaches or, or anybody that I've, I've gone to, each one has not only taught me something that I needed to know, but something that I didn't like. Right. And I, you know, one of them was as soon as I was done her program, it was non-communication. I had uh, an interview series that I had done a few years ago and I invited her to it and she ghosted me, said yes, and then completely ghosted me. Right. And it was just like, that's not okay. I still every so often will message my past clients because all of my clients you know I don't want you to need me so <laughs> you know I'll work with you and then I'm going to let you go um I even message all of them every so often and I'm like how is it going how are you doing right and I create that relationship where th there was none of that in this none of it and you know I have another business coach who every so often will message me or you know if I comment on something of hers she'll you know engage back and that's life too, right? We don't, we get caught up in life. We, you and I were talking about that today, Mondays, right? We get caught up in life and, you know, things happen in life, but that doesn't mean that we're not always changing. And our businesses are changing too. Our lifestyle is changing. We're getting into new things. A lot of people are getting into health and wellness, fitness, spirituality, right? Mindset. Those are all great things. But remembering that there are people like you and I, <laughs> who specifically have businesses that are targeted to what's your way. I can teach you all of my steps. I can teach you everything that I know, but I want to know what your way is. What, what do you like? What do you not like? And that goes to individuality. That goes to um, identity. Not all of us are going to like or encourage the same things. You know, people who want to do different fitness techniques, right? Um, I was talking about this last week. 
I can't do intermittent fasting. I can't do the keto diet. My body will not allow me. And, but for other people, it's great. So we have to be just really aware and really understanding of number one, who we are, who our core identity is, what our likes and dislikes are, what we're comfortable with, what we're not comfortable with. What are we not comfortable with that maybe we could get into slowly, like starting a talk show, (laughs) Um, but going, going down those roads. Exactly. And it's funny that you mentioned the keto diet and that it's not for you because I actually tried it a while back because my best friend was doing it and we were trying to do that thing where we were getting fit together, motivating each other to go to the gym. And I already had an inkling of a feeling that it's not for me because I wasn't, I was in that space where I actually didn't need to lose more weight. It would have been actually unhealthy and dangerous for me to do so. But because as we all know, that's the issue with listening to generic advice without understanding, well, hey, what are the needs of my body specifically? Not just what marketing tells me that, oh, just because this is considered healthy, maybe I should try it, right? And so I remember trying the keto diet and it got to that point where I ended up catching the keto flu. And that's basically what happens where a few days in, your body's lacking sugar. And I remembered my body my whole body was aching like pains all over it felt like COVID I think that's the best way for me to describe it it felt like like my whole body was aching and my hair started falling out because my body was literally freaking out and that's what it's just an example of what happens when you decide to listen to generic advice and bring it in um, without having that discernment about, is this right? Actually right for me, you know? And th- thank God I stopped it within a few days. I'm like, I'm actually going to die if I continue doing this. And so, um, I, I do, unfortunately though, like we do see those cases where people, they don't have that discernment and they continue down that path of making choices for their bodies, for their businesses, for their relationships that aren't actually right because they decided to listen to some generic advice, um, thinking that it's good for them when it's actually not. And that's a huge problem that all of us, it's, it's a continual process of learning what that voice inside of us really sounds like and to have that discernment. Um, But I think it's important that the earlier you start learning how to listen to that voice, the better off that you'll be. Yeah, absolutely. And you and I, so we've talked a little bit about health and wellness, right? But there's also, you know, being authentic to yourself, right? So a lot of us are trying to be authentic for our clients, authentic for our family, for our children, for our you know, whoever, we're trying to be authentic for the rest of the world. But there's also being authentic to yourself. Now, you and I, uh, in our pre screening interview, because I've got, I always have my notes. um, We had talked about not following through as as not living authentically. So knowing that your word can be trusted, but not for other people for yourself right? Um, And not just, I have, and and I can give an example for this, even when it comes to the show. I don't know how many people I've had, you know, reach out, hey, I want to be a part of the show, and then nothing. And then, or people who sign up and then don't follow through. And I have a very strong boundary of that, very strong boundary. If you don't follow through, you're not, you're not welcome, right? And I do that with even my pre-screening interviews. If you don't show up for your pre-screening interview, I'm not messaging you. I'm not asking you where you are. I'm not, you know, there's a commitment there. So knowing that authentically living, showing up for yourself, not just for other people, but for yourself, right? When you show up for yourself and you follow through for yourself and you can trust yourself, you call in other people who you can trust, who will follow through, who, you know, will support you the way that you support yourself. Exactly. And I believe it is an inside out process. I always tell my clients, branding isn't a front facing thing. It's actually something that comes from the inside. And 
you live it, you know, you don't have to explicitly say it. You don't have to explicitly, for example, proclaim to the world what your mission is, your value statement, your why, you know, all the, it's almost corny at this point, the fact that a lot of businesses, they openly proclaim it. I'm like, I don't want to just have you pay lip service to me. I want to see you living it in the practices that you have for your business. I want to see it in the way you treat your employees. I want to feel it as a customer if I choose to participate in your services. And um, as far as personal branding goes, even for people who don't have a business, it's about, well, who are you when you're by yourself? When you've got nothing to prove to anybody, how do you feel about yourself? You know, like, what do you do? Do you still show up and do those things that you do when you're in front of a camera, when people are watching? And what you said is true. I feel like it goes down to having that sense of self-integrity. And for each of us, that gauge is very different, right? Like the way that I am when I'm hanging out with my family, chilling out with my cat, you know, like I want to be that same person when I'm in front of my clients. I'm super chill, you know, and I feel like it's, it is, it goes down to, do you actually know who you are or do you let the noise from the outside shape that perception. Some people don't know who they are until they're surrounded by their friends or their family. But when you're by yourself, who are you, right? And I feel like people don't ask themselves that question often enough because we try to surround ourselves with distractions. And I don't actually think that's very healthy. Nope, exactly. I'm now, now I'm a unique one. <laughs> I can go into just about any situation, any scenario and express myself based on that situation or scenario, right? So if I'm out with my friends, this was when I was younger, but if I was out with my friends and they were drinking and I wasn't, because I'm not a big drinker. Um, and not to say big drinker, I, I, I don't ever drink really. Um, and that's just a personal choice of mine. I did when I was younger and I had my fill of it and now I'm good. Um, but if I went out and I had a friend or friends who were intoxicated at that point, I would then automatically start, you know, acting as if I was intoxicated. Like I, I would just put myself into that situation. Right. Um, yeah. So my expressions do change based on the scenario, the situations that I'm in, but I'm always still me. Right. There is a way to remain yourself but still outwardly express the different aspects of yourself. And for multi-passionate women, <laughs> that's, that's a huge one, right? Um, yeah. I'm multi-passionate. I have, again, six businesses, and that's not a, a conceit thing. That's each one of my businesses has a different focus or a different expression, right? I have identity coaching, which is all about a Phoenix journey. I have spiritual teaching, which is all about spirituality, right? And just expressing and acknowledging your gifts and while all of them are based around you know what fits you which is why I created the my best fits me what fits yeah. you you're still there's different parts of us we don't yeah. just have one part we have the core right which is our thoughts our dreams our the things we like the things we dislike but then there's also these expressions that, you yeah. know, I want to express my spirituality, but I don't necessarily want it to be in the identity. And I, I want to express my identity, but I don't, I don't want to include that in the business. So it's, it's fitting all those things. And there is absolutely easy ways to do that, right? You, you're not going to be the same person in every situation. There are days where I have to call in my volatile, angry mama bear who says, I don't think so, not today, right? And, and we do, we, we have to acknowledge, love, and accept every aspect of who we are, the good, bad, and the not so nice. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that completely. And oftentimes, one thing that I say to my clients is, as humans, anyone who's got an identity, whether it's you as a human being, businesses have it too. They're an entity. They're just composed of many different parts, you know? Um, any identity has so many layers to it. I like to say there's many layers of icing to the cake. Your cake is going to taste terrible if you don't have that many layers, you know? A cake's only interesting with the full stack of 
all of the goodness inside. And I feel when it comes to creating even connection with ourselves and connection with others, those all those layers have to work together. I would just use a cooking analogy. All of those ingredients work together to create a very unique blend that is the the that's going to hit different parts of your your tongue. I'm not a chef, of course, but I can appreciate it when somebody cooks a meal that hits all of the different parts of my mouth that make me go like, oh, this is so good. And it's because there's depth. And I feel like just on the topic of authenticity, I know on social media, it's hard to show that depth and I, and I get it. And whenever I chat with my clients about this, they keep saying that, oh, I have a good relationship with this front facing side of me, but all of the other things that I consciously say, hey, I don't like this part of me, I'm gonna get it to take a back seat. That's actually you taking away an experience from your audience to experience the full spectrum of who you are. And I feel like if people are open and willing to develop better relationships with those parts of ourselves that are like the skeletons in our closet, then that's basically the recipe for discovering what authenticity means for you is to embrace all of it, the full package. And I get it. Like we all have our personal bias. I've got my personal bias about certain attributes of myself that, you know, I might not feel so good about, but I recognize that just because I don't really like these parts, that doesn't mean other people don't, you know, other people will feel differently about those parts of you. And sometimes we're just so close to it that we can't, discern properly. And so um, I feel like it's so important for us to work on those parts. You know, if you don't like a certain thing about you, for me, I, I've just having recently ventured into the world of business. One thing that I always felt that I've been fighting against is the fact that I am young. I look young, I sound young, and it makes me feel like I have something to prove, you know, especially when you talk to a lot of people who are older and more experienced, I almost feel like I have to act bigger and tougher than I actually am. And, you know, like, like a bird puffing up their feathers, you know, to make themselves look bigger. Like I got something to prove and I'm like, no, that's actually not healthy. And my youth and my energy is actually an asset just because I don't feel good about it. Doesn't mean that people don't appreciate it. I chat with people who are older than me all the time. And they're like, I love your energy. I love the fact that you're playful. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> but if I made that decision and just decided to cut that out, I'd actually be taking away from their experience of me. And I feel like there's, some, there's a lot of work that we all have to do when it comes to developing a better relationship with those parts for ourselves and just showing up more fully online. You have a post that you did um, yesterday. Yes. Yes. And I just, I pulled it up on my phone. Um, <laughs> you had an amazing post yesterday and I was like, what perfect timing to post that post than the day yeah. before we're talking about authenticity, right? And if yeah. you don't mind, I'd love to read like the first three paragraphs of yeah. that post to our audience just to, i can't Absolutely. share it unfortunately um but i'd love to i'd love to share it because it is authentic right um yeah. so rachel's post for anybody watching or catching the replay i hate it when people label me okay maybe hate is a bit of a strong word but you know that feeling when someone makes an assumption about you because you look or talk a certain way the funny thing is we often develop a bad relationship with the, with these labels because someone else gave them to you. It didn't come from yourself. That is so true. Um, and you go on to say like, and sometimes these labels can do a lot of damage, but what if there was a way you can make those labels your own? And that is absolutely and utterly true. We do 95, I'm not even going to go to for the percentage but while we're aging, <laughs> right from the time we're very little to the time we are an adult and even until the day we pass away we create what i call the seven mindset pillars and the seven mindset pillars mm -hmm. are the seven most important areas of our life and that is ourself our spirituality our romantic relationships our family our friends our career and our finances seven most important aspects of anybody's life what ends up happening is we create these belief systems within those seven pillars. I'm not worthy goes under the self. 
Um, I'm a mother goes under family. I'm a wife goes under relationship. All of these labels and all of these roles and responsibilities, as much as we may love them, they can be limiting, right? And when we're not feeling authentically like we're expressing ourselves, we, we then become resentful of those labels and resentful of those titles. And that creates a lot of unease, a lot of disease, a lot of, you know, just unhappiness in whatever we do. Now, for anybody who's watching this, if you're not living authentically to yourself, right? And that's whatever way that looks, because we are a judgment-free zone here. If you are not living authentically to yourself, that creates a lot of very negative emotions. And what ends up happening is you create decisions, you create content, you create a life or lifestyle or relationship or family based on those very emotional decisions. I was thinking about it today. Um, How often do we make decisions in our life, in our business, in our relationships out of emotional desperation? And I'm not talking desperation in just a, you know, um, I need this to happen right now. It's, oh my goodness, what if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? What if, you know, you get into this just repeated cycle of, you know, I can't live this way anymore, even. And then you start making very rash, very irrational, very misguided decisions that then impact your life going forward. Right? Your emotions are huge. Mm-hmm. And when you're not authentic, those emotions yeah. they turn dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And it's so interesting because I feel like our emotions, they're they're funny because it's so important that we learn how to listen to them. And oftentimes we're so used to overriding them that I, I've been guilty of this myself too, you know, like I make posts on social because I feel obligated to, not because it's something that I genuinely wanted to express. Especially as a business owner, we feel this pressure to always show up a certain way, you know, and I know that businesses preach consistency. I know even for what I do when I help my clients with their branding, consistency is key. But the the formula that I'm trying to work through, even for myself, as I'm working on my personal branding, as I'm helping my clients with their branding, is, is there a way that I can show up consistently, but while allowing space for flow, you know, like it's about finding a balance at the end of the day. It's not always every, not everything always exists in boxes, but also not everything can just flow without structure. I feel like it's about having that balance of how can I show up consistently while still doing it in a way that feels true to me. And there's some times, for example, where um, I release a weekly blog, for example, and every time I write it, I want it to feel like a direct expression from me. You know, I want it to feel good, but I do set aside a specific time to work on it. That's the structure that I have to ensure that I show up every single time. Um, so what I do is I actually set aside 48 hours, you know, Saturday, all of Saturday and all of Sunday, where I say, I'm going to give myself the space to work on my blog during this time frame, but whenever I feel like it, and I'm going to write about whatever I feel like. And so I'm trying to figure out like, how do I, yeah, exactly. Like create that kind of structure, but do it in such a way where it doesn't stifle the, the feeling, um, of expression. If I want to be genuine about it, that I create space for me to do so. And so I know the recipe is different for each person. Everyone's workflow is different. Everyone's creative flow is different. And so I didn't want to bring that up though, because it's so important for us to try to find a balance that works best for us. Yeah. And knowing, and knowing what you do like and what you don't like as a business mentor, Ooh, never mind as a business mentor, as, as a business owner, I have I can't stand consistent posting. I can't stand it. I, I like the flow, right? So for me, it makes sense to hire somebody else to do the consistent posting for me when I get inspired and go, oh, here's my inspired post for the day, right? 
I don't like posting with CTAs. I can't stand it. Don't want to do it. It just, it drives me nuts. I don't like sharing. I don't like telling my story to sell. I like sharing my story to inspire, which is why I created the show. Now I consistently every day that I do the show, excuse me, I will share the show to all six of my pages and my personal profile and my groups I share it everywhere so I'm still showing up consistently maybe not specifically in in the other businesses but I'm still showing up consistently right so it's it gave me that freedom and every day I'm talking about something different and I'm doing something different if I get inspired and I say you know I really had the other uh a couple weeks ago I posted about boundaries right? Because that was a really good thing that I wanted to talk about. And it was, I got inspired to post it. And I like inspired flow. That's Mm -hmm. my, that's my forte is inspired flow, right? But it's when I get inspired flow, then it's like this whole thing that I have to go through. Of Okay, is this an email sign up? Am I creating something for this? Am I just posting it? Like, (laughs) right? There's this whole thing and that, that tends to overwhelm me. It's like, and, and mm-hmm. that's why I don't like consistently posting, but um, living authentically, it is though. I, I created every one of my businesses because they authentically express something that I am passionate about, something that I love, something that I want to teach the world, how to embrace themselves for themselves. Yeah. Right. So authentic living is huge for me. Exactly. And same here. I, the reason why I started my business was because I had an idea in my mind of what I, what I wanted to contribute to the world. And me at my old full-time job, when I was just doing graphic design in a marketing company, I felt completely unfulfilled. And I, I wanted, I had it in my heart to give back, but the role that I was in at that time, it limited my capacity to do so. And, and so that's why I ended up quitting that job and starting my own business because I wanted to be a creative problem solver. I wanted to listen to people's stories and help them find a better way of expressing it. At first it was through design and then it became branding and it was just visual stuff. And then, you know, like as we grow as human beings, our business grows with us. And I feel like we often forget that businesses are organic. We as people are organic. Our identities are organic. And whenever anything is organic, we can't control the way it grows sometimes. You know, like you plant a seed, for example, and all you can do is water it, you know? And when it grows, you can't control the how many branches it has. You can't control the direction it goes in. It just does its thing. And I feel like when we try to put anything in a box and we say it has to be this way, it has to look this way, be function this way, sound this way, we're actually doing a lot of harm. We might be stunting the growth because what if the tree wants to grow in this direction and you're saying, no, I don't want it to, then that kind of defeats the purpose, right? Like we have to learn to move together with it, right? Yep. And again, that's why I did My Biz Fits Me. Because everybody's like, oh, you have to focus on one thing and you have to focus on one thing. And, you know, um, I've worked with coaches who like the one to many model. I've worked with coaches who are one on one or courses. It's hilarious because none of that worked for me in one of my businesses. It's one on one in the other business. It's courses in the other business. It's showing up consistently on TV in the other business. It's just creating space for people. In the other business, it is a combination of one-on-one and programs, right? So it's everything has a different expression. So I'm not overwhelmed, right? It's like, okay, this one works today. This one works tomorrow. You know, oh, I can fit all of them in one day because they're all doing different things, right? And I'm not overwhelming myself. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like there is a lot of noise out there about, especially when it comes to constructing a business, about in order to have a successful business, you need 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way down to Z. Like, um, I remember when I first started my coaching business, there was so much noise. People say in order to be a successful, quote unquote, successful, whatever that even means, you know, successful coach, I need to have a group coaching program, a Facebook group, a five day challenge, a newsletter, a freebie, like all of these, you know, the list goes on. And I looked at that list and I asked myself like, okay, well, how about we start with first defining for myself, what does coaching look and feel like? What feels good for me? And what if it looks different from the way everyone else does it? Well, that's why people would hire me because it's different, right? I feel like we often sell ourselves short and it's not, I'm not saying that it's bad to do your research and understand what's out there. Yes, do make informed decisions, but don't let somebody look at your business and say, oh, just because you don't have this, it means that you need the thing that I'm offering you. They're just trying to sell you on something, to be very honest. You know, like we all, of course, drink the Kool-Aid that you're selling. We all have to believe in what it is that we're doing. Um, But when it comes to you receiving information about people offering certain services to you saying that you need a certain thing, you got to ask yourself, well, is this appropriate for where I'm at at my current stage? First and foremost, is this even right for me right now? And also just to be able to ask good questions. I feel like we jump into things way too quickly. We we always like, we're so, we're, we're, we always like say yes to drinking everybody's Kool-Aid. It's like, <laughs> it, it's almost funny, like how, how willing we are to take somebody else's advice because they've reached a certain level of success. And you look at that, you're like, oh, they made it work for them. Then I'm sure that it'll work for me that doesn't always end up that way, unfortunately. And so um, I totally agree with what you said about how, yeah, like just because you've got so many other businesses, when everybody preaches focus to you, you're like, yeah, I am focused. I'm focusing on creating a lot of impact in so many different ways. Isn't that amazing, you know? Um, And whoever it is who tells you otherwise, then they don't have a right to do so. Honestly, like if that's what feels good for you, then you do that and don't listen to any what anyone else has to say. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I created my biz fits me, because like I said, business isn't cookie cutter. It's not a one size fits all. Right. Yeah. You can go to the store and try on the same size pair of pants in five different styles and none of them are going to fit properly. <laughs> right? You might find one, but that's the thing. We're not all one size fits all. And because our businesses are an expression of our authentic selves, our passions, our desires, our need to help, they're so different from everybody else's, right? And when you're talking about drinking the Kool-Aid, that's why I created the 911 business mentoring, right? Because for that one hour, it's removing the emotion. Let's just calm that train down. Because when you calm that train down and go, okay, what does my business look like? Does it work for me? Is it aligned? Is it part of my why? Is it something I still want? Then you're not out there making those really not so great emotional decisions, right? And spending 10, 15, 5, $20,000 on a business coach that's not right for you. Right. And I'm not saying that I'm right for everybody. I absolutely am not. But you need to build something that's best for you. Right. And and that works for you. But if you're not getting that, then there's something internal that's not working. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I have a lot of friends who are in the early stages of building out their business. And I think it's, it's an amazing space to be in because they're so excited. They're so curious. They're so willing to learn and absorb information. And it's a beautiful space to be. I feel like we should never stop having that attitude of being excited to learn and grow and become a better version of ourselves. The issue is, is that, yeah, like they don't have that ability to discern about, is this actually right for me based on what it is that I'm moving into? Even something that I discovered early on, and I totally made this mistake myself, um, was when it comes to presenting your business, everybody tells you that being professional has to look or feel 
or it has to look a certain way, you know, for me, when I first went into like, when I first started up my business, I honestly, I had a creative business. And the whole point of being a creative is that you get to do whatever the hell you want. You get to be fun. You get to be playful. But yet I hung out with a bunch of people who were, I mean, I had a lot of friends in the finance industry and finance is a very suit and tie <laughs> sort of industry. It's very, it's, it's completely different from what I'm doing. But yet I didn't have the discernment and I listened to their advice. And so they said, oh, like you're too childish, like you're too fun. You need to be more serious. You need to dress up. You need to wear makeup. You need to. And the list goes on, you know. And so I the little that I knew, I thought, oh, in order for me to be successful in my business, I have to listen to what they said because they're making a lot of money, you know, and show up a certain way. And as a result, I realized this in hindsight, of course, I did myself a disservice as especially as a creative, I dampened the power that I actually had in me to go out and just be myself and empower other people to do the same because I chose to listen to the wrong advice for me. And it was just the wrong advice specifically for me at that point yeah. in my business, you yeah. know, and I did say, I appreciate where they were coming from. They were just trying to help, but it just wasn't advice that was right for me. And it's yeah. so important for all of us to develop that ability to understand what is or isn't right for where you are at currently at your stage in your journey. Exactly. It's not that it's not that what anybody else is teaching is wrong because it's not. Everybody's teaching is right. It's right for mm -hmm. them, right? Exactly. Where there will be people who come to each of my businesses for different reasons, right? For my biz fits me. It's people who, you know, just want to make their biz work for them and it's not, right? And they've tried the other things and it's not working or they feel desperate or any of those things and just want somebody to listen and say, hey, you know, I got you. What do you want? And, and be able to work that out, right? There's you know, I don't know how many times in my own business, I just needed somebody to talk to who I could bounce my ideas off of, that I wasn't yeah. scared of them taking it. I wasn't scared of them running with it. I didn't have to sign or get them to sign an NDA or anything else. It was just, I'm comfortable with you. I need help figuring this out, you know, back and forth, talk it out with me because that's how I work. Right. Um, but again, every one of the business mentors and business coaches I worked with had valuable content for me, absolutely valuable content for me, but their processes yeah. and their strategies weren't right for me. And that's the difference, right? I am more focused with six businesses than I have ever been with one or two. Yeah. Right. And that's, yeah. and that's what works for me, which is why I've created six. Do they all get attention all the time? Absolutely not. Um, but again, that's learning curves. It's that's the focus of, okay, we're, we got this, I'm hiring, right? Like it's time to hire yeah. and get people out there to help me build what I'm trying to create or expand what I've created so that, you know, I'm not doing the things that I'm not maybe interested in doing. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like it just goes down to an openness to try something different. You know, I feel like people are so afraid of it being messy, even as I was just chatting the other day with one of my mentors. Um, and I was telling him how I'm at the stage of my business right now where everything feels messy. I'm exploring, I'm playing around, I'm seeing what fits, what doesn't. And I'm basically, you know, I'm in the sandbox with my hands in the dirt and mucking around and trying to build stuff. That's the stage I'm at. And I was telling my mentor that I'm like, I don't like this the feeling of it being messy and and he asked me he's like what's wrong with it being messy you know I'm like oh yeah that's that's true you know like and sometimes as we go about trying to define what is or isn't authentic for us it does involve a little bit of mess you know like you won't know if something's a good fit until you try it on and and you have to go through that kind of discomfort and I feel like people are so afraid of feeling that discomfort that they're like I'm just not going to try anything at all I'm just going to try this prepackaged version that some marketer sold me because that's more comfortable I don't have to think I don't have to I just need to follow the instructions and I'll end up with this sort of look this sort of feel 
right? <laughs> and for some that will work. Absolutely. Yeah. Some that will work, but for others, it won't. Um, in authenticity, I, I wanted to touch really on, you know, again, just showing up for yourself, um, yeah. going into whether it's life, whether let's talk about all seven pillars, right? Your, mm. your identity, yourself, your sense of self, your romantic relationships, your spirituality, your family, your friends, your career or business or fine and finances. None of those are going to look the same as the person next to you. None of them, right? Yeah. They're all authentically a part of you. Now, what's in those pillars, those beliefs that are in those pillars might not be aligned anymore. So they might not be authentic, right? They might not be where you're at today because we are always learning and growing. We're always experiencing things that make us question the status quo, make us question the norm as you yeah. would, right? And so we're always changing and having the ability to go in there and go, okay, is, does this, do I need to be afraid? Do I need to be clean? Like, does it, why, what's wrong with it being messy? And I know for my husband, who's an absolute clean freak, um, and I love him dearly. He's at home from work yeah. and downstairs right now. So he's probably laughing because it's called him a clean freak. Um, <laughs> for him, a little mess is dangerous, right? And if something's left on the floor, well, what if somebody trips on that? What if he's very much what if on the cleanliness, right? Um, yeah. But for me, I'm just like, that can wait until later, right? Yeah. So even, even that thought process, right? You were probably told and conditioned that things had to be neat and tidy. Um, clean, 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 wash your hands, brush your hair, brush your teeth, clean your room, make your bed, make sure your, yeah. you know, your desk is all clean and whatever it else, right? We are conditioned that things have to be a certain way mm. now by our parents, right? And, and I'm yeah. not disagreeing and I'm not saying that I'm not the same way. Obviously there's expectations, right? Um, yeah. But authenticity isn't necessarily you know, like I said, when we're in that mindset of, okay, this, this aspect of my life is really messy right now. It's making me really uncomfortable. You sit down and ask yourself, do I care about the mess or, or am I thinking somebody else cares about the mess? Right. Exactly. And it's asking yourself whether that's authentically you thinking that or authentically somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's saying, okay, well, if I don't mind that my bed's not made, then who cares? It's my bed. Exactly. Right. There are, I don't want to have to unmake my bed every day just to go to sleep. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I feel like oftentimes we live our lives, even when we're by ourselves, as if we were on some TV show and people were watching us. It, it's so funny. Like sometimes I even catch myself thinking this, like on a bum day, for example, I'm at home, I'm not seeing anybody. Of course, I'm going to lounge around in like t-shirts and sweats, you know, like it doesn't matter for me. Don't have to put on makeup, don't have to get ready. But there are some mornings where I catch myself, I'm literally halfway through it. You know, I'm half asleep and I'm getting ready. It's so default for me that I'm like, no, wait, what am I doing this for? Like, I don't need to do this today I could just bum around and be myself and um I, yeah I just find it so interesting that like as we are we're constantly redefining what authenticity is for us as well because as we're growing we're gonna try on new things that feel uncomfortable for us in the beginning but it, it's I know that it's also good for us to explore and and you know push the boundaries because we're always growing and expanding anyway and whenever I try something that definitely doesn't feel like me like the other day I was um invited out to one of my friends uh, he's got a music gig and in order you know music gigs late night you get ready you know like you want to look good and show up and have a good time and I honestly haven't had a night out in a really long time so I remember I spent like two hours trying to figure out my face I was so stressed because it didn't feel like me I looked in the mirror and I'm like who the hell are you like you don't look like me I didn't feel like me but I also recognized in that moment that oh no but this is something that it, it is it is a part of me I'm just not very comfortable with it yet 
maybe this is something that I can grow into, you know, maybe I can have fun with this. And so I, I ended up, even though there was some initial discomfort, I ended up having like a really good time. And now I'm like, hey, I should do this more often. Maybe I could incorporate this into my branding. I'm just exploring right now. Just because I had a moment where I felt off brand, it didn't feel authentic for me. I'm like, but this is something I could get used to. This is something I can grow into. So let's let's lean into that, you know, and let's see what we can do and explore. So yeah, authenticity is something it's, it's always changing too. So it's, I, I find that interesting because it's not always going to be like that forever. Just because it's like that now doesn't mean it's not going to change tomorrow, even in a few hours, right? Like we're always constantly moving and growing and adapting and we need to give ourselves more credit. We actually change a lot and we adapt really quickly. And so, so should, so should the way that we present ourselves. So should our definition of our identity. So should our definition of authenticity. Everything's always changing. Yep. Um, that's why I did my Biz Fits Me. So yeah, I don't know if you saw my logo on the on the promotion for today. So it is uh, footprints or shoe prints, right? And with the shoe prints, you think about it. You we aren't meant to walk somebody else's path, right? If you try to walk somebody else's path in their shoes, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt because yeah. the shoes don't fit, right? Now, when you buy a new pair of shoes, if they hurt when you first put them on, you don't buy those shoes. Yeah. You don't buy them. If you put them on and they fit and they're nice and they're snug, and then you wear them out dancing, they're going to hurt by the end of the night. Exactly. But that's you breaking them in. Yeah. Right? You will get comfortable yeah. with them. There is a difference between trying to wear somebody else's shoes trying on a pair of shoes and having them not fit right away or trying yeah. on a pair of shoes, having them fit and having to get comfortable in them. Exactly. Right. It's yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny that you use that analogy because even as I was making um, a pivot in my business and taking on this new identity as a brand coach, it's only been a few months. If I think about it, it's, it hasn't been that long. And every time, in, especially when I first made the decision, people were asking me a lot of questions. They're like, oh, like, how is the transition? How are you? How are things going? And I, the, I ex use that exact same analogy that you brought up. And I keep telling them, I, what it feels like is I'm trying on a pair of shoes. And I know that they're a good fit because I spent a lot of time being intentional about my decision about picking these out, but I haven't broken them in yet. So it's hella uncomfortable right now. I'm walking and every day I feel like there's a pinch here. It's kind of sore here and it's it feels clunky, but I know that if I continue to walk in it and I just continue to show up every day, you know, every day I do my walk, you know, every day I run my business and it gets a little smoother every time. And I know that eventually I'll smooth out all of the wrinkles and it's gonna, it's gonna feel snug and it's actually gonna fit my foot. But it's but so funny. I use that exact same analogy but then you know what else happens with shoes is they become mm -hmm. too comfortable yeah and then they get holes in them you wear out the soles <laughs> you know they're lifting up yeah. at the seams and then it's time to change them again right and exactly. our lives our businesses our relationships everything that we do is like a pair of shoes Everything yeah. that we do is like a pair of shoes. It's a path that we're walking on in a new pair of shoes, right? When you become a, a, a spouse, it's a new pair mm. of shoes, <laughs> Yeah, you know, and then it feels comfortable. And then you're like, okay, well, these, these are too comfortable and I'm kind of like not feeling them anymore. Right. And then yeah. you got to spice it up, right? Brand new pair, not brand new pair of shoes, but maybe you know, put them in the washing machine and clean them up a bit or whatever it is that you have to do. But there are always different. We always have different shoes to try on different paths, right? Maybe you're walking down the street and it's cobblestone and it hurts your feet because you're wearing the wrong shoes, right? It's, yeah. it really just depends. And that's life and business. That's life, relationships, business, parenting, all of it. It comes down to the shoes and whether they fit. Yeah and whether you're willing to take that uncomfort for a little while. Exactly, 
Exactly. And I feel like even when you do decide to change shoes, I'm not sure if you've ever had that experience before when you decided to do like a 180, try something completely different and everybody around you freaked out because everyone's used to you showing up a certain way. And I've, I've seen this not just in myself and a lot of my friends, when you make different decisions and you choose to show up differently, Sometimes people around you become inflexible to the change. They feel uncomfortable that you decided to wander out of this box that they thought you would always be hanging out in. And that change makes other people feel uncomfortable. And some people, they refuse to see you as this new version of you. They're, every time they interact with you, they treat you as if you were that previous version, you know, and, and it's, it, it gets really annoying. Sometimes people hold you to your past versions of yourself. And sometimes when you decide to listen to that and, you know, they'll say things like, Oh, like, why are you doing something different? I liked it when you did that thing in the past, you know, for me, when I told people I'm moving on from designing things, I'm coaching now. And some people were like, Oh, like, but you're so good at design. Like, why would you not do that anymore? And I'm like, sorry, man, like I'm growing, I'm trying something new. And if you're not going to move with me, I'm sorry, I'm going to leave you behind. I'm not going to subscribe to that version of me that you've got in your head. That's not me anymore. And if you want to keep hanging out with that, then we should stop talking right now because we're not going to enjoy conversations moving forward if you're not going to accept me as a person I'm growing into. And so I'm not sure if you've had those instances before where you've had people who push back and who liked that old version of you who are not sure how to feel about this new version. Like there is a lot of noise, you know? It change is hard because it's not even just your own inner resistance. Sometimes the resistance comes from the people who are closest to you in your life. And that's when it becomes really difficult to know what is authentic if you want to continue to push forward, even if you're not feeling that support from the people around you. Yep. My husband asked me the other day, he said, why are you putting so much on your plate? And I said, mm. and, and it, it just clicked, right? And it's because everything that I'm doing is different, but it's bigger and it's better and it's more focused. And every one of those things benefits the other. Yeah. Right. And so, and it all goes towards building my empire, which is what my plan is. So <laughs> we're just, we're just going to leave it at that. Um, anything else you'd like to add before we get going? Um, yeah, just, just a final note. I feel like there is a lot of noise out there on the internet. And I feel like what people actually need to hear is that it's okay if you're weird. It's okay if what you're doing is different from what everyone else is doing. Of course, do your research, make informed decisions, but don't let the noise affect you and get you to compromise on your sense of identity. And don't ever change for anyone. The fact that people call you weird is actually a blessing. It means that they see you as different. And so I just wanted to leave that note there because I feel like People really need to hear that now, especially with all of the noise that's going on out there on the internet. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to add to that. It's okay to be not okay. Yeah. There are a lot of people who are not living authentically and are just not okay. And mm -hmm. you know what? We got you. There, there's no judgment. This is a safe space. Um, lots of love and understanding and acceptance. It doesn't matter your gender, your race, your, I, you know, who you love, who you don't love, what your business is, what, you know, what you want to focus on, how you want to run it. You are authentically yourself and nobody, and I mean, nobody, you can have an identical twin. Your DNA can be exactly the same and you are still two different people. Your identity is different. The way you experience things are different. The way you enjoy and we're, we're all a unique identity. And why shouldn't our businesses, our relationships, our everyday lives look different than somebody else's? I was talking to my oldest son yesterday. He went and had some time to kill. So he went to an open house and he said like, they're cookie cutters and I said exactly right they're all made the same 
different details, but they're all made the same. I said, I don't like houses like that. I like unique. I like classic and, you know, character, even if it is brand new house with some character, with some unique differences that make it what I like. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And nowadays we can change just about everything about ourselves. Not that I'm suggesting that because no, I, you know, I I want everybody to love themselves as they are or or as they want to be. Um, So whatever that looks like, but um, yeah. Well, into exploring, you never know. All right, Rachel, thank you so much. It is Rachel, right? Yes, it's Rachel. Okay, I was thinking about that today and I forgot to ask <laughs> you beforehand. I was like, is it Rachel or is it Rochelle? <laughs> I like, I've had people call me both. People call me whatever they want. And I'm like, I'll respond to everything. So it's chill. Yes, it, it is Rachel. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me today. I really like this episode. And it is so important for us to be authentically living. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. I really enjoyed our discussion. This is something that I could jam about out about in my sleep. It's just one of those passion topics that I feel like we don't talk enough about. So thank you for hosting the show. And thank you for giving us an opportunity to talk about something that I feel like a lot of people really need to hear. Absolutely. All right, just a family. That is your episode. Please like, follow and share on our social media accounts. You can find just the live TV just about all in all of them. If you would like to sign up for our newsletter or if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so at justalivetv.com. Both Rachel and I have our links in the description of this episode. So go and check that out. This episode is also sponsored by My Biz Fits Me, which is all about making your business fit for you because one size fits all and you are not supposed to be walking somebody else's path and struggling. Should be your own. So let's create that. Go and check them out. They have the 911 emergency business mentoring session. It's $97 and they have the link in the description. So go and check that out. Um, again, Rachel, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm going to chat with you a little bit later. And for all of the rest of you, all of my Gista family, lots of love. Thank you for joining me today. I will see you on the next episode. Bye.